millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. to the basketball addicts podcast yeah <laughs> and today we have a good one just like every other day today we're gonna be talking about free agency and trade so basically nba free agency is right around the corner we're recording this about a week before free agency starts and there's a lot of big people that will that's getting talked about um so we're going to talk about some moves that we think teams will make and where people will probably land and where we think things will happen um and then some trades that we think the nba needs some some mock trades some uh, trade ideas that we have um so you know this is going to be a fun one we're definitely going to try to do our best to make this the best you know free agency and trades talk that we're gonna have so yeah it's gonna be exciting so are you, are you excited about this chris for sure all right. Well, the first thing we're going to talk about right off the bat is a big thing everybody's talking about, and that's Kyrie Irving, man. Kyrie Irving is supposedly what the issue is with the Nets is that they're they're either not offering him the max or they're putting too many terms into his contract with about like playing games and stuff like that that has mm-hmm. to do with his money. And he's kind of doing a power play and put out a list of teams that um he would want to go to and you know stuff like that. So, what do you think about that Kyrie situation? Kyrie could cause a domino effect, and this is the domino effect. <sighs> the domino effect is that Kyrie leaves, Kevin Durant will leave, and then you're oh left with God. nothing because you know you, you were you were great last year, great the year before. So you don't have any lottery picks, you don't have any future going mm-hmm. forward at all. So then you're back at score one again. You lose all your stars. Hopefully, you get something back in the trades, some sign in trades, possibly, but you're uh-huh. not going to get anything on the level of that. They're not. Mm-hmm. We're not. You're not trading stars for stars at this point because these guys have already mm-hmm. interested. Said they're interested. So now you are playing with your nuts and advice, virtually. Yeah, yeah. I and, agree. And then the Dame picture. Have you seen the Dame picture of him and Kevin Durant? Like, why would he post that? No, I didn't see that. Dame piss. Oh, they talking together? No, no, no. He posted a picture of him and Kevin Durant standing next to each other in a Portland Trailblazers jersey. Oh, 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 oh wow. That'd be cool if that actually happened. I think Portland had definitely has the capital to send to a team like that. If, if I'm Brooklyn, I'm worried. And yeah, if you're truly trying to make this work, I'm not saying just give the man what he wants. Look, do something. You know, like you keep these two guys together going forward. Yeah, you let them go, then you've wasted you wasted money and you wasted time, and you and you lost all three of your stars. Who wants to go to a place where they lost all three of their stars? Yeah, I agree with you. I think this is just petty because 
you know, I think most people would agree that the great stars in the NBA would get paid so much more than the max. Like LeBron James would probably be a $50 million man per year. KD would be, if it was like baseball where there's no max contract in the NBA, it would be ridiculous how much these top tier guys would get paid. So my point in that is saying not every max player is equal because Chris Middleton has the max. Chris Middleton's like a borderline all-star in the NBA. Mm-hmm. So that contract gets floated around to a lot of people and not giving it to somebody who's a top 15 to top 20 player in the NBA just because out of pettiness, because you're a prisoner of the moment, and he sat out games this year because of COVID, is stupid. Look, yeah. look, it's understandable if the media is doing that because that's their job. Right, Their job is to be the prisoner of the moment. Your job is to run an NBA organization and not be the prisoner of the moment. Mm-hmm. I mean, the guy the guy's top 20 player in the NBA, no doubt. That yeah. kind of guy is, should be getting the max. What is he, like 29, 30, 31? He's around that age range. Like This is a no-brainer. Yeah. This is like you get whatever you want, but now that you're, ca- you're causing issues over pennies, basically – I mean, I not not pennies, but comparatively speaking, like this is a this is a problem that did not need to happen, and you know this is an organization that needs stability, mm-hmm. and having this was pointless because you can't you sh- this is like signal how many times you got to signal to Kevin Durant that you you guys aren't a great organization before he leaves, like this should this should just this is just not. A front office that understands winning basketball, that understands winning teams, and you know they even even like keeping Steve Nash was a mistake. Like that guy is obviously not an NBA coach, but they just kept him just because. And you know, I really, I really think that this is a stupid thing. And the team that I think would be a perfect fit for him, and you know. Is the Dallas Mavericks one? They can send back Jalen Brunson and Spencer did willing to sign a trade and the contracts to make it work. Secondly, I live in Texas. Trust me, the vaccine issue will not be an issue here. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you, yeah, bro. This is the most Republican state in the country. Yeah, they will not give a flying fuck. The man will be able to play any games he wants to. Look, look, this is just the state. One, there's no state tax. Two, Kyrie Irving would be in paradise next to Luka. Um, Luka's the guy here, so he can be the two. Um, All that stuff, I hear people talk about, oh, he's going to think he's better than Luka, so he can't pair with Luka. Oh, they just went to Western Conference Finals, they can't pair with Luka. Mark Cuban's not that dumb to not be able to see that this team is not going to have anything moving forward if you don't make trades, if you don't make moves, and you don't improve the team. This team will never be an NBA championship team if they don't approve. So, I mean, getting Kyrie Irving, uh, thank you, because I don't got to deal with the bullshit of the COVID stuff. Because yeah. look, look, there is I Texas has a, we haven't had to wear masks since last year. I moved yeah. down here to January of 2021, and I didn't have to wear masks. Yeah. It's been it's 2022. The Brooklyn Nets are not letting Kyrie Irving play because of not wanting to get a, get COVID test, get the COVID. What is a cure that uh, the, the the vaccine the vaccine the shot? Yeah, <laughs> this is perfect state for him. Okay, right. they don't care. You'll be able to play every single game. So you know, 
Yeah. 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 If if out of the teams that have money, the out of the teams that have stuff to send back to the Brooklyn Nets, because if you're you're sitting there with Spencer Dinwiddie, they, um, Jalen Brunson, and picks, that's not too terrible. Like those guys are good guards. You know what I mean? This they can still be a good team. So you know, I out of the raw out of the list that was put out there, I I think the Dallas Mavericks would be the perfect fit because. That that COVID stuff is just not a non-factor. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm not gonna go with the perfect fit. I'm gonna go with where I would love to see him play, and I would love to see him play for the Lakers. Let's go. Ah, uh, you know it, bro. Reunite him with LeBron <laughs> and Man AD. Can dream. Make Cavs, Cavs <laughs> make the 2016 team 2.0. Go get another ring or two. Shut up. <laughs> be Robin and enjoy your time in LA. Who doesn't want to be in LA? <laughs> I, I get it. I get it. Trust me. Trust me. As a LeBron James lover, uh, fanboy, uh, I completely agree. Um, a man go can make, dream, Chris. A man can dream. Go make Cavs 2.0, 2016 Cavs 2.0. Go get a ring, a couple rings, and be happy. Yeah. Yeah. I completely agree, Chris. Yeah. <clears throat> So uh, that's that's our take about the Kyrie stuff. Uh, In LA, yeah. you went from one cold city to the next cold city to the next cold city. Come <laughs> to where it's warm. Yes, sir. I don't even like it here. I'm in Cleveland. I don't even like it here. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right, you ready to transition to the next guy? Yeah. James Harden's probably another big guy that's going to be opting in. I'm guessing he's going to go back to the 76ers and they'll figure out some sort of contract where they might not give him like the full max. Because, you know, five years from now, he's going to be a pretty terrible basketball player, like probably 38, 39 age-wise. So yeah. um, I think I think they'll figure out something, and he'll stay there. What do you think about that? Yeah, he did say he was opting in. He said he's going to figure out a deal. He said he's going to stay in Philly. So I don't see that changing. Um, am I truly happy about it? I mean, I not really. Like, you know, I'm a big, I'm a big critic of James Harden. I don't think that he's – he fits really well with that team anymore. He's not really showing. Mm-hmm. He's slowing down in age. And I, yeah. I mean, I guess going forward, you kind of just throw all your chips on the table for Joel Embiid and just kind of try to put things around him that works. But eventually, you're going to yep. have to move James. So I guess I sooner rather than later might be the best move. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think I think they're going to stand pat there. Bradley Beal. Oh, he's now, gone. Now, I'm... Yeah, I have you heard his number one team? Who? Oh, Miami Heat, right? Boston. Boston was, Celtics. Whoa! Didn't wait. I, I, heard I heard that Miami the number Heat. one team. I heard yesterday that was Boston Celtics. Wow. The oh number one team for if he gosh. goes into free agency is going to be Boston Celtics, and they're talking market smart and some salary to make it work. Can we get a good role playing? Card guard, then, if we give up Marcus Smart, please. Hello. Guess what? Guess who? What two point guards are in free agency that I have on this list? Who? Ricky Rubio and Rajon Rondo are available. Rondo back to the Celtics. That's what I think. I think Rondo, you sign those two guys to veteran minimums. You have your point guard position for what you need in about 5.4 seconds. Yeah. <sighs> Can we get Rondo? You want to talk about Celtics? super team? I I think that's the kind of guy that they would fit for. Bradley Beal. Does Boston still have love for Rondo? Please. I think the reunions, it's been long enough. 
you know, it's been long enough. I think they they love him now. You know, yeah. time separates well, teams when they get time separated from their great players. When something negative happens, usually they look better on them every single year. Um, yeah, I've heard that's Boston, and that is scary for the rest of the NBA because, dear goodness, that's a lot of Shaq creation. That's just what are you gonna do? Yeah. Like what? What do you do? I, uh, Boston. So, um, Boston. Yeah, Boston. Listen, well, you this yeah. is posted on TikTok, right? Let me know in the comments. I need to know. <laughs> Does Boston still have love for Rondo or not? I gotta know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I, I, that's what I would do. If you're getting Beal, I'm I'm going for the pure points, passing guys that can lower turnovers and be your role players because you don't need anything else. You don't need more than 10 points from your point guard position if you, you have those starters. have to score to impact the game. <laughs> we remember, you remember no. he, he had like a crazy number of assists in, in New Orleans, uh-huh. like 30 assists and zero points. 20-something. 20 like 20-something yeah, assists and yeah. zero points. Like, bro. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's wrong. What else do you – you don't need him to take a shot. No, you got Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, and now Bradley Beal. JJB? Yeah. That that would be a combination that would scare the the, uh, the East better better be packing it in. You know what I mean? You you better be either going all in or you better be going all in the lottery for the next five years because I don't know how anybody's beating those three. Um yeah. <sighs> to get if gym. that really works out. <laughs> Mental. If that really works out, man. <laughs> you need to get in the mental gym. Tatum does. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, with Beal, bro, I, all you need is 20 points from each person. You, you're cool. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, dear God. Man, that's crazy. Can we do that? Yeah. Does, does, I didn't want to keep asking, does Boston have love for Rondo like that? I, yeah, I don't know. I, I think they need to. They I need to. Know. I think they should. Him and Rubio. Him and Rubio, Rubio? man. Point guard combo. Maybe Rubio. If if it doesn't go Rondo, the, maybe Rubio. But I think Rondo needs to come I back mean, home. Yeah, I think having those two as your rotation, those two as your point guards, you're set. You're set for for life. You don't you don't need anything else. You need veterans. Yeah. Yeah. You start a position. Right. Rondo to Boston. Bond, Rondo back to Boston. <laughs> you know he might go there anyway. Cause yeah. kind of what they need. The vet minimum for Rondo for Boston, I could see that. Their NBA championship team, even if he's on the bench, like coaching, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Helping the squad out, it's a good fit. All right, the next guy, Zach Levine. I honestly think he's going to stay put at Chicago. I think Chicago showed enough to say, hey, we got tomorrow, we have Vuce, we are trying to win right now. I think he's staying. What do you think? I don't think so. I don't think so. I would like for him to stay, but I feel like there could be some tension brewing, um, mm. especially with the way the media plays it, because they create narratives that don't really truly exist, and then you start thinking about it, and you'd be like, maybe, you know? Mm. But um, I, nobody's ever came out and said that this wasn't true, for sure, but it was something I read in the media. A couple, when the Zach Levine news first broke that he might try to leave, is it that mm. he was unhappy with the treatment of DeMar DeRozan there? Like they really, put, they put Demar over him in a way. Like he's like he's the star. Uh, he takes the last mm-hmm. shot. You know what I mean? And I'm like, 
Zach Levine's that caliber of player where you were leaning into him at first, and then you got DeMar, and he was like, move over. <laughs> like, you can't mm-hmm. do that to that man. He might be upset. Um, I'm not saying that he is, but even if he doesn't leave this season, I think that <clears throat> he might eventually leave. Um, once again, come to L.A., baby. Dear goodness. Happiness. Happiness. And I know what you're going to say. How much help does LeBron need? Hush your mouth. Who cares? I just want to see he, some he's, good basketball. He's 38. What, what he's 38. Leave, leave a B, okay? Can we, can we stop talking about the help? The man should be walking around in a cane by this point in time in the NBA. At just, one point in <laughs> time, that man was the help. What are you talking about? He was the only help on the team. Do we need to talk about what that two thousand... Mo Williams is not an all-star. Let's, let's, let's start there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You want to talk about a sad thing? What? Anthony Davis. Is he getting traded? I think he's gone. No, I'm just... I, I think it's just sad when you have all of the gifts like that and you don't work. Did you hear that he didn't pick up a basketball for the first two months or yes. something? Four months? And he was proud about it. Okay, listen. Can I can I can I go on a rant real quick? Am I allowed this? Go for it. We're gonna rant. be both. We're gonna tag we team go. him. Here's the rant for <laughs> Anthony Davis right now, aka street clothes, aka paper mache, aka I break every bone in my body every season. Let's get it. <clears throat> Here we go. Anthony Davis, how dare you <laughs> blasphemy all the words that Stephen A. say and make up? <clears throat> Why? Listen, you have not picked up a basketball since April. Fourth, April fourth. Do you know when the season start? Do you know what the last season for the Lakers looked like? Do you know how that changed the way that the NBA and the league and the fans view you because of how you played? Do you know that we don't think that you're a great worker and yet you prove it to us? You are that you have a Shaq syndrome, but you're not Shaq. You think that oh, I can just eat cheeseburgers and eat Oreos and eat whatever I want to and not work out. And not go to practice, and I'll be fine. No. <laughs> you need to change something about the way that you play basketball, about the way that you prepare for the season. It may have worked then, but now you must prove it to us. Mm-hmm. You got one ring, and it looks like you got lazy. Fix yourself. Yeah. How are you going to – we, we were thinking, oh, this is the next big thing in the NBA. He's top five. You don't look yeah. like top five no more. You're only, no. You're t- no, no, no. You don't look like top five anymore. You can't say I'm him <laughs> no more. That's not you. You're not that guy. Get it together. Not having picked up a basketball since April? April. Did you know you missed a play-in? Does, does that sit right with you? Or are you not bothered? You spent the whole entire season. No, no you spent. You only played 40-something. No, was it 40 or 20? 40-something games this season, right? Half the season. The year before that, you were injured the entire season. You and LeBron were injured the entire season. Pretty much. Right? Get to the play-in, can't make the play. I mean, and you get you get, get past the play-in, get knocked out by the Suns. We're like, oh, it's okay. They were just hurt. Just hurt. They were just hurt. And, you know, LeBron's is finally catching up to him. He's just hurt. AD was just hurt. It's going to be better next year. AD's going to show us everything that we need to see. Why'd you prove us wrong? You proved everybody wrong. Everybody was, oh, yeah, it's okay. They were just hurt. He's going to come back the next season and prove and show us exactly who he is. We're going to see Bubble. 
AD again. You know? Whatever you did that season, you need to do that again. I know you had some time off or whatever to relax your bones, whatever. Whatever you were prepared, however you prepared for that season in the bubble, that's what you should do again. Because I have not seen that AD since New Orleans when he dropped 50 points. There, there comes a time in a great player's career where you must make a choice. And you're at the crossroads right now, buddy. You got to get it together. Got to get it together. You can't, you can't happily and smile and say, I haven't picked the basketball since April 4th, but you know LeBron works his ass off every day. You can't do that. I'm done. It, it's sad. It's sad for somebody that has all the gifts. All of them. Six foot eleven, freak athlete. Likes to play defense. One of the greatest defenders last decade. Guy played point guard in high school. Grew into a six foot eleven body. Has guard skill at his size. Let me ask you this question, Chris. From the second year in the NBA to now, what has he improved in his game skill-wise? I haven't seen too much of anything. Nothing. Everything's gone downhill. Yeah. You're too young to be going downhill like that. Yes. You know, the sad thing is, man, sometimes people have all the gifts but they have none of the work. Look at Giannis. Yeah. Look at... He's the better player right now. We would have yeah, never sure. have guessed that five years or not, yeah, five years ago. No. That's called the work. Yeah. Look at the... I'm sorry, I'm not going to cut you off, but look at the body. Look at this, the change in body. Anthony mm-hmm. Davis had all the body, all the athletic gifts, all the talent... All the oh, I can shoot, I can dribble, but the, I'm like six, seven, six, eleven, almost seven foot. I can do all this other stuff like a guard. Boom! What did Giannis had? Giannis looked like KD coming in at the mm-hmm. <laughs> skinny. What does this man look like now? He looks like a Greek god. <laughs> mm-hmm. And you see that he uh, tries every day. First, we was just oh, first I remember I told him. <clears throat> Remember this from a couple years ago when we did this podcast before? Not this one exactly, but I was like, oh, it's Giannis run, jump, dunk, Antetokounmpo, and that's all he can do? He came back the next year and started shooting from the mid-range. Now, he's even shooting a little bit from the three-point line. You have to respect it at some point. You think he's not going to get better and better? He's reaching his prime, and he's about to take over the league. It's coming soon, and this should have been you, Anthony Davis. Yeah. This, you know, this... This is a guy that had, has serious potential to be the best player in the NBA. Um, yeah. You know, I guess we all should have seen a sign of this coming when he said, I don't want to be a center. Because he doesn't want to take the pounding. Yeah. I don't really think he has the mental toughness. I, I don't think that, you know, it's it's sad because he has greatness in gifts, but he doesn't have greatness in work. And, you know, that's something that should be really taken into, you know, when you even do scouting for guys coming out of the draft, you know, maybe the guys that are great workers will overcome the great gifts 
Um, and it's sad. It's sad for LeBron James because LeBron James put his investment into that those gifts, mm-hmm. and you know it's it is kind of disrespectful to that. You know, Scottie Pippen was never a guy that never didn't put in all the work to become the best player he could be next to MJ. And, you know, out of, you know, that's probably a partially was a respect thing for MJ, you know, doesn't want to let him down. And, you know, a guy that doesn't shoot at all, because there's a really good story that I remember coming out of the draft. Remember, like Marcus Aldridge. Yeah. LaMarcus Aldridge had a leg injury, and during the whole six months that he was in a wheelchair, he was shooting. Mm-hmm. That says do, you, do you see that says Anthony Davis in a wheelchair? No. Look, how hard is it to shoot free throws? Do you have to be in great do – do you have to have great – Maybe you you rolled your ankle the other day and you can't do anything explosive, but you better be getting a thousand free throws up. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it's not that hard. Anybody that's ever like worked on themselves basketball wise, free throws is by far the easiest thing you can do because all you have to do is stand at one spot. And these guys have those machines where they just literally pop them right out at back at them. Like it's by far the e- all you have to do is stand in one spot and shoot. Hasn't even done that. That's something high schoolers do. Middle schoolers do. That's just, it's so egregiously bad that he doesn't have the mind of of a great one. Like I heard Gilbert Arenas talk about that. Where Gilbert Arenas said that how he would handle injuries in the offseason is he would just do spot shooting whenever he was really hurt. And then whenever he was not as hurt, he would go harder in offseason workouts. Right? Mm -hmm. Like the great ones, they figure out Whatever the best I can do today is what I'm going to do today. Mm-hmm. And Anthony Davis, he's not in a wheelchair. LaMarcus Aldridge, look how slow that guy was, but he was highly skilled. That's from work. Yeah. Anthony Davis, I mean, it's just anybody that understands basketball and how to work. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary on your game and improve will be amazed at the fact that an NBA player professional in the sport where they're supposed to be so more amazing than everybody else hasn't touched a basketball. Like it should be eye touching a basketball. Like even you can stand in one spot and handle the basketball through the legs behind the back, even doing like a spider dribble. Like it's not hard. It's not hard. You don't always have to be moving at a hundred percent to be getting better 
Yeah. And, you know, his shooting splits are terrible, by the way, recently. Like, the guy shot, like, 16% from the three-point line. You think you might have done it wrong last year when you did this last year? Yeah. Oh, that's not a sign when you used to be a 30% three-point shooter? I don't know what is. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Somebody's either... I, you know, I you can't help somebody's drive and fire. It it looks like since that NBA championship, he's lost it, and um, you know it's sad. Um, but you know it, it, this is going to be one of those guys that just never reached his full potential. That we're going to talk about what ifs and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, if he would have had the mind of a Kobe Bryant, this guy would be the the best player in the NBA. You know what I mean? It's just. Mm. Some people just don't want to be great, and that's pretty egregious. And it also makes you question his love for the game, right? Yeah. Because, you know, I don't know if you do this, Jason, and I'm not trying to compare myself to an NBA player, but just me as a fan of the game and the love I have as a fan of the game, I'm like, damn, I really miss playing basketball. Just the just a couple pickup games, a, you know, a week, or just, putting a, just shooting a basketball. You know how many times I just practice a shot? I'm mm-hmm. just a fan. You know what I mean? I'm pretty sure you do the same thing. I'm pretty sure you have moments where you're just like, damn, I miss basketball. Does, yeah. does that really ever cross his mind? I just I just got to wonder. I just like. Yeah, I think I've heard a lot of people talk about a lot of NBA players don't play basketball because of the love of the game. They play for the money. He's probably a money guy. He's probably like, as long as I'm a max player, who gives a fuck? Yeah, you got to love the game, man. I you got to be a fan, be a student of the game. Like, do you you gotta love the game? Gotta love the game. I don't think he does. Sad, but you know, I don't think he does. You just can't with that kind of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's just too many players that overcome. You know. <clears throat> He's probably sitting on the couch next to Ben Simmons playing two K. Yeah. Hey. But Zion Williamson, have you seen those pictures of him ripped? I'm just afraid of Zion in his frame. That's what the problem hey. is. You you jump in with 350 and you landed wrong. You hurt yourself all the time. I'm hey. a big fan of his gifts for sure, and I know that it's he's, not a 350 anymore. Work. It was not. It, it, no, have you, you seen down? his Nike photos? I haven't seen it. No. We need to do a live reaction right now. Live reaction yes. right now. Send in the photos. So Zion Williamson, what do you got right he now? Did, he did like some ad ad thing where for Nike, um, and he looks lean, 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 lean. Mm. I just I still have like I don't know if he's if he's down to two hundred something, then I'll have faith. Because lifting that up and bringing it back down every every night consistently, he's explosive too. <clears throat> yeah, this is it. He's looking like really lean. Yeah, drop me that. Are you looking it up right now? I don't uh, no, I thought you were dropping it to me. Is it on Instagram? Twitters. Is it on the Twitters? Hold on. 
it's so like in big like he looks so great in the photos that we have to all right i just sent you a text message of the website of like the of him and you scroll down a little bit and you'll see like his zion williamson pictures the man looks so trimmed that's for his new shoe yeah Just go to the Instagram pictures. Oh, you more on Instagram? Well, I mean, anywhere. I'm trying to... I wow. guess this might be... A... Right? Yeah. He looks That's trimmed. Crazy. Like, you can't he fake looks that. Shredded. Like, yeah. Yeah, that... Yeah. He might be below 300 now. He's gotta be. That's, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, congratulations. Everybody call him fat boy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, let me say this right now. That man averaged 27, like year or two in the NBA. Mm-hmm. If he's healthy, you. Uh, the Pelicans you know, look a lot more scary now. I'm going to put that out yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> because, you know, that was the negative, and we were like, ah, is he a worker? Well,. He's at least working right now. And yeah. a healthy in shape Zion is a scary Zion. Cuz you remember yes. when he was a Duke? I mean, yeah. at Duke they were like on him, like you know, like on him every second of the day and he was ripped, bulky but like lean and he looks lean right now, man. Mm-hmm. Like it's going to be scary. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if he's like 29, 20 points per game next year. He he that team that team's gonna go to the playoffs. They're gonna be tough. They're long. They're long. They're really Ingram long. And um Murphy, Zion, um, oh. the guy from Alabama. Yeah. Yeah. They're long. They're really Crazy. long. That's gonna be Dyson wow. Daniels, okay. six foot seven yeah. point guard. They're long. Well, they are long. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Be fun to watch. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> All right. You ready to go to the next guy? Yeah. Kind of went on. DeAndre Ayton. Yeah, it's it's cool. DeAndre Ayton is the next guy. I think the the Suns aren't going to be able to pay him enough money. I think somebody's going to throw him the max. So the team I think will throw him the max is the Portland Trailblazers. I think Joseph Nurchik is no longer – he's a free agent right now, Joseph Nurchik. So – you know, they have the money to throw at him, and I think they will. I think they'll throw him the max and because they need good players and players that are ready to win right now. And I, I think he's going to leave, and somebody's going to outpay the Suns. What do you think is going to happen to DeAndre Aiden? I don't know. Um, that's kind of a weird one because I feel like he could get the max, possibly. But now I'm like, maybe he won't. Yeah. It's tough. tough I don't, I mean, the, I believe that the Suns would want to keep that core together. Mm-hmm. You know, as long as they can sign CP3, keep Devin Booker on books, you know what I mean? And keep those role players and stuff like that. And they would like to keep DeAndre Aiden. Because I think that if they lose Aiden, then what, they don't have anything else. It's, they, don't, they don't have too much else to replace. You have a lot of cap space. Yeah. 
then who are you going to go for? Who are you going to get? Joseph Nurchik for like twenty million less dollars. Switch him out. Who's the better player though? Is that a win for you? <laughs> I mean, Aiton's the better player, but you can get other players too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I would probably do a sign and trade with Aiton, but that's just me. I think you might be right though. They might be kind of. They will have to dig into the luxury, and I think they wouldn't be able to do that. They wouldn't be willing to do that for Aiton, so they might have. They might. The they Suns might be have. Sh- Go ahead. Yeah, the Suns have shown in the past that they have an issue going in, going into the the luxury tax. They've never really done it before. Yeah, I don't think they're gonna do it now. You you might be right. You actually, yeah, you might. I want. I don't know if you go to Portland, but I think that they're gonna end up not paying him, and he's gonna end up leaving. Yeah, and I don't think he's a max player either. Not at the moment. You know. Yeah. So it's it's tough. You know, maybe they can meet halfway, five millions less less a year or something like that. You know, but it's gonna be fun to see. You know, because yeah. unfree agency works like, oh, we're gonna offer a downgrade in the max, and if you don't match, you're not getting him. So mm-hmm. you know, that's how things are gonna work. And there's another player that I think is gonna be in that pickle. I think a team's going to be able to throw enough money at, and Colin Sexton's the next guy. He's an unrestricted free agent, and I think that um, a lot of people talk about the Knicks being in trades and being, you know, Bradley Beal could go there, Kyrie Irving could go there, and I don't think they're going to get any of those guys. But Colin Sexton, I think they could throw enough money at Colin Sexton to make the Cavs go, yeah, we're not, we're going to pay him that much when we have all that talent, and he's literally just going to be a rotational guard. So, um. I think he's going to be a hundred million dollar man from the Knicks. I think they're going to they're going to pass a hundred million dollars, and the Cavs are not going to be able to touch it. So I yeah. think Colin Sexton is going to go to the Knicks. That's possible too, because right? how I see Colin Sexton is that you know he's a top tier role player on a championship team. Like he can be that guy. He can go get a bucket. Mm-hmm. So I think that if you can if you get a team. I mean, if there's a team that's interested in that's like just a piece away from winning, they might go for him. And I think the Cavs probably won't match that because they have so much. Because if they were so, and if they were so interested in keeping Colin Sexton, which they kind of have made it clear that they're really not, he wouldn't be in so mm-hmm. many trade rumors. He's in yeah. every trade rumor, like mm-hmm. Lonzo was. Lonzo was in every trade rumor. Mm-hmm. True. Yeah, I agree. <clears throat> yeah. And um, then I have a list of guys that are staying put, in my opinion. P.J. Tucker, I think he's going to stay in Miami. Mo Bamba, I think he's going to stay in Orlando. Anthony Simmons, I don't think Portland will ever let him walk away. So what do you think about those guys? Do you think they'll stay spot, stay there or no? Yeah, I don't I don't see P.J. Tucker really leaving. Even though hmm, he's getting kind of old. But I think that veteran leadership is something that they look for in Miami. They've been really yeah. good about keeping veterans on the bench, people mm-hmm. that have won, that know what it's like to win. Mm-hmm. Um, especially because PJ Time in uh, Milwaukee, that that makes him valuable on the bench now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, especially with the younger guys coming up who will possibly take his place, who will start in front of him. Mm-hmm. That that's that's gonna be very valuable. Um, yeah. Obama, I don't think you move on from Obama. I think no. Orlando has found something with Obama. You, you're yeah. stupid. You move on with him. But yeah, yeah, who knows? Orlando, I don't know what they're what they think in their mind. Um, no. And what was the third player? Uh, Anthony Simmons, Portland. Oh yeah, no, no, yeah, no. Unless Portland they can anyway. sign something really, really nice, and like he has to be included in the trade, I think they move on. 
I think they would even if somebody gave him the max. I think they would match. I I think there's the it's an open checkbook with Andrew Simmons. It's, he's the only piece that they have in the future that's like really yeah. really good. Um. So yeah, I don't think they're ever gonna move him. They spent so much time developing him to homegrown talent. Yeah, they invested so much into him. Yeah. Um, and the last player in free agency before we start talking about some mock trades is somebody that's a free agent that I think could be looking for a spot to try to make a splash on a winning team, and that's Victor Oladipo. And I think he's going to go to the Clippers. I think the Clippers would really like him. I think he'll go for the the vet minimum or you know the 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 five million dollar salary exception, something like that. Mid level exception, my bad. Mid level exception. I think he's going to go there for that. And I think the Clippers are going to use him, and I think he's going to fit what they do. And I think he could he views the Clippers. If I looked, I looked around the league, and I was like, what place would really he would think that he could be a starting two guard for, and really be able to develop and be like have a lot of minutes? And I just think the Clippers are the right fit. Mm. Yeah. I don't. I, I don't know. It just depends on who would see him as more valuable. Would the Heat see him as more valuable? I, or would the Clippers see him as more valuable? I mean, how could the Heat when they have three of their starting two guards? That's true. But off the bench is nice. But I think he want, everybody wants to start, though, you know? He's going to play for a championship contender. Mm-hmm. Um, it's true. Maybe. I I. I I would like to see him stay with Miami, but if he leaves, I mean, I think Clippers will be the best spot for him. Yeah, I can see that. <clears throat> All right, you ready to transition into uh, the next next segment, which is trade ideas? Yeah. All right, so there's only a few, and there's only one that's supported by, like, actual trade rumors and, mm-hmm. like, where I think somebody's going to go, and I feel like it's pretty much set in stone for me mentally. Um, the first one is the Memphis Grizzlies and the Lynn Hawks trading. So the Memphis Grizzlies would be giving up Dylan Brooks, Zaire Williams, and Steven Adams for Clint Capella, DeAndre Hunter, and Kevin Herter. So the Memphis Grizzlies, first things first, you know, Dylan Brooks is a really good player. Zion Williams is a really good player, but DeAndre Hunter is a really good shot creator for himself. He's a good wing defender. He's really good at attacking the basket. And, you know, saying DeAndre Hunter and Dylan Brooks have the same, around the same potential as offense and defensive players is pretty good. You know what I mean? I feel like they have similar potentials, what they can be as players. They have the same injury issues. So, you know, that's an, um, you know, those two cross each other out in that. Clint Capella is an upgrade at the center position over Stephen Adams. And, you know, you're getting Kevin Herter, who's a really great three-point shooter. They need shooters on that team. You know, Dylan Brooks is a really good mid-range guy, but they just don't need a mid-range guy when you have Ja, who really operates in the mid-range and then in the paint. So, you know, those two don't fit together perfectly. So, you know, Kevin Herter could be really the spacing that they need as a team. He's six foot seven. Um, so I really feel like that would fit really well. And the Hawks would be... You know, you make that move because you really need a defensive two guard that can go guard the other player's best team, no matter if it's a point guard or a two guard. 
so Trey Young can rest. Kind of the same formula that the Warriors had, where it's Clay Thompson, he's going to either guard the best point guard or shooting guard, and Steph's going to rest. So they need a guy that can do that. Dylan Brooks is a mid-range operator, so it fits well with Trey Young. They don't really need him to be a three-point shooting guy because they have so many three-point shooters on the team. Bogdan Badanovich can be your smarting small forward today, and Zaire Williams can be your starting small forward for the future. You have John Collins, and they have Onyeka Ongaku. He was like a top five pick in the draft three years ago for the Atlanta Hawks. He's a six foot nine switchable center that showed enough flashes to be their guy moving forward. And you could have Steven Adams as his backup. Um, and the Memphis would have Ja, Kevin Herter, DeAndre Hudner, Jaron Jackson Jr., Clint Capella. They get more spacing and spacing that they need as a team. You know, and in that both teams are giving up really, really good players. And it's one of those win-win trades that usually trades that happen in the NBA are actually just win-win trades. It's rare that a team rips another team off. So that's the trade that I think should happen. What do you think about it, Chris? I'm... I'm- I like the thought put into it, but I just don't think that Memphis will break up their young core so soon. I think they love those guys together. They love the way they play together. They love their energy. Yeah, there's like, it's kind of a, they kind of cancel each other out because Jaw's so amazing, but he also operates from the mid-range, and then Dylan Brooks operates from the mid-range as well. But they just love that young core. That starting five they have, they love that going forward. I, I don't see them breaking that up anytime soon. I just don't. Yeah, I could see your point, but I would say that the, all of them are young as well that they're getting back. Like, everybody that they're getting back is 25 and under other than Clint. I get that. But they, they have a built of chemistry over the years. This is, like, what, their second, third year together? For the Grizzlies? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they, they're built of chemistry. I think they're going to try to stick with this young core going forward. Okay. And so they could find something that's, like, amazing. Mm-hmm. You know, something to make them go like, okay, yeah, we can put something next to your job, but right now this works. Mm-hmm. Does. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right. So the next trade is the Minnesota Timberwolves trade with the Orlando Magic. I feel like both of these teams are really improved after this trade. So the Minnesota Timberwolves get Jalen Suggs. Jonathan Isaac, Wendell Carter Jr., the Orlando Magic get D-Lo, um, and that's it. They just get D-Lo. So basically, the reason why this trade works is, first things first, the Minnesota Timberwolves, you know, D-Lo, because he's the third best player on the team and he's going to be always the second highest scoring two guard there's a limitation to how many points per game he can score and secondly mm-hmm. i just don't think he plays the right way where i see him trying to initiate himself end of the game in the shot clock and try to take end of the game shots you know what i mean like he wants to be the guy but anthony edwards is the guy you know what mm-hmm. i mean so i really feel like jalen suggs is a really high basketball iq guy good passer and he's a good defender as well so you know, I think he's going to be a 15-6 and six guy in the future, and I feel like that really fits what they need. They need those intrinsic passers. When you have a cat and, eight and ant together, that's a pretty special combo. And then Jonathan Isaac, man. Jonathan Isaac's 6'11". 
and guards as special. He's been the best defender on Lando Magic for the past three years. Um, mm-hmm. He's a guy that can be an all-NBA defensive guy. He just didn't see him play last year because he was sitting out, I think, due to religious reasons. Something about the COVID shot and religion, I think, that might have been yeah. what was sitting him out last year. Um, but he's a guy that shoots a three-point shot, has some upside as a shot creator for himself, but at the very least, you're getting a high, high, high tier three and D small forward that changes your defense because they don't know how to build around their star players. Um, Wendell Carter Jr. Wendell Carter Jr. is a really good fit for that team because he could be your starting power forward, a backup power forward, a backup center where he can shoot threes. He's a good passer, a good guy in the post. Um, and the Orlando Magic, you know, they they get to have D'Lo, Cole Anthony, um, Franz Wagner, Paolo Bancara, and Mo Bamba moving forward. And D'Lo's a really big um, jump there. And I really feel like D'Lo and Paolo and Franz, that team's better after that trade. So I think those both of those two teams win after that trade. What do I you like think, this Chris? trade, actually. I actually really like this trade. I think it gives D'Lo an opportunity to really stretch and grow again and really show mm-hmm. us, you know, what we were seeing in Brooklyn and toward yeah, the end of true. L.A., you know, like, mm-hmm. I think that really helps him because he's, he's, I mean, like, D'Lo had a fall from grace a little bit once Anthony Edwards came into the into the um picture in Minnesota. Yeah. So I think that he kind of is yearning to go back to being the guy. And I think that mm-hmm. in that, in that, if he goes to Orlando, he would technically be the guy because he would be the technically the best player on that team yeah i agree i agree um so like what do you trade. yeah okay so the last trade i have is something that's uh corroborated by a picture that donovan mitchell took and i feel like donovan mitchell going to the Miami heat it just feels like such a perfect fit so i think they're gonna get donovan mitchell they're gonna trade tyler hero and um kyle lowry kyle lowry is to make the contracts work because he's overpaid to an extreme extent people would be amazed at how much money that guy's making um so i really feel like and they get two second first round draft picks for the utah jazz as well and i i just think that you know donovan mitchell's ready to leave and i think he fits he culture i mean he, the guy's in shape the guy wants to win the guy's a winner the guy shows up when he's hurt the guy shows up uh, he's 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 the he's the hero of the Utah Jazz for the past five years, and I just really feel like the the Miami Heat would love that man. Um, and they have enough defenders with Jimmy Butler and Bam and PJ Tucker to overcome his lack lack on defense, but they need his shot creation, and he's ready to win right now. And him and Jimmy Butler would be scary. So I really feel like this is something that's going to be coming down the pike. And this is a trade that makes this work. And I like this trade as well because anything that frees Donovan Mitchell, I like. I'm a big fan of freeing Donovan Mitchell. <laughs> Free Donovan Mitchell 2023. <laughs> Free that man, please. Like, you saw I got to mm-hmm. do better. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so anything freeing Donovan Mitchell, I'm, I'm happy about. It also makes it scary for the East, you know? That's yeah. terrible. That's scary. That's scary. Yeah, they need another guy to make that jump. And, you know, there's a lot of guys that could be quasi-available, but, you know, he just fits so many things because he's a younger guy, so he fits the future when Bam and him are going to be the team. And, you know, they have Bam, Jimmy Butler. Those are great passers. So it's not like he needs to be the greatest passer in the world. Like, it's just 
Jimmy Butler doesn't have to always be the number one guy scoring all the time, every single second of every single game. And yeah. I, I just, I think he fits. He fits the Heat. And yeah, Donovan Mitchell. I, I, I love it. <laughs> Me too. Me Anything too. that frees that man. Free him. <clears throat> well, I mean, this is the end of this, uh, this podcast. We really appreciate you guys listening to us. Really appreciate. Uh, we're really trying to reach those five star reviews. We're really trying to reach um, anybody you know talking about uh, putting in the comments, subscribe, subscribing. We're really trying to make this a enjoyable family here. You know, if you're coming from TikTok, we really appreciate you guys. Um, anywhere from YouTube, even we just really appreciate you guys. Hope we keep on listening. It's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.